Hello, and welcome to today's Here's to Your Health podcast. I'm Don Lintzman, Executive Director of Marketing and Development at Crawford County Memorial Hospital. And my guest on the podcast today is Emily Lakner. Emily is the hospice social worker at Crawford County Home Health Hospice and Public Health here in Denison. And Emily, thank you for joining me today. Yes, thank you for having me. The, the topic that we have in front of us today is grief recovery, and I, the reason that, that uh, I, I bring this up is because, uh, you know, no matter what time of the year it is, we, we always know people who are going through the loss of a loved one or a loss of uh, some other kind in their life. And because of that, people experience grief. And probably the best place for us to start today, because people experience things in different ways, is really to try to understand what grief is. Sure, sure. And one of the most common things um, that we tell people is that grief is just the normal and natural reaction to a loss of any kind. Um, That's kind of the easiest way to put it, and it kind of helps people understand that, you know, grief does happen and it's it's normal. Um, it also is, is, you know, kind of caused by some conflicting feelings of um, the end of a, or a familiar change of pattern or behavior that they've, you know, come to know pretty normally. And if something changes in that way, it, it causes you some grief. So, so really what you're saying is that while we all experience grief at the death of a loved one, it's probably not the only experience which causes grief. Right. Um, there are a lot of different um, areas that can cause grief. Um, that's Death is the one we think of the most. I would say, you know, other ones would be a divorce, um, a loss of your job, loss of your faith or your health, or even uh, pet loss is a really uh, large loss as well. And any anything in between there that can be some sort of change. Is there a, a certain set reaction to grief? I mean, how does how does grief affect us? All different kinds of ways. It kind of just depends on what the grief is and how each person deals with it um, and everyone deals with it differently. So whether that's from anything physically like, you know, a lot of weight gain or weight loss or hair loss, um, it can spike any kind of sicknesses. Um, other and uh, also with like depression or anxiety, any other mental health issues, um, it can give a lot of anger or a lot of regret. Um, all kinds of different feelings, physically, emotionally, mentally, can happen to anybody. And so that grief that it comes out in so many different ways, and and this isn't part of the script, Emily. So we're going to go off script here for a second, because it comes out in so many different ways. How, how do people know exactly how to identify what they're feeling is grief? Well, that's a good question. Um, I would say they, they kind of have to kind of think about what you've been through in the last, you know, couple weeks, couple months, and, you know, going on any kind of event that has happened in your life and kind of look back on that and think, oh, this is why I am feeling this way and, and this is why I haven't been eating very well because I'm very stressed from this situation that happened a while ago and just kind of trying to narrow down exactly what, is making someone feel so so bad with their health or or anything like that? You know, I know that in in many instances um, that uh, you know a a, um, a child loses a parent, and when I say child, I mean someone under the age of sixteen. Um, you know, loses a parent or or another loved, maybe a sibling loses another loved one for whatever reason. 
I think one question that often comes to mind in those situations is, do children grieve? They do, and children are interesting because it depends on what age the child is. Um, You know, if they're really young, they may not even really understand what's going on, Um, but they still know that something's different. And, you know, whether that's, you know, they're crying all the time or they want to just be by themselves, that happens a lot in in many ages, all different kinds of ages. Um, They also tend to maybe go the other way and start talking about things that um, that they, they've seen or they want to know a little bit more about or in any kind of certain detail. Um, that happens a lot too. You know, as an adult, um, how, how, what's the best way for adults to go about helping uh, children who are grieving? I would say just listen to them. Um, a lot of times we think, you know, they're kids so they don't really understand a whole lot, but kids figure out a lot more than, than we give them credit for. Um, and just don't try to ignore them just, just because they're, you know, they're little kids or anything. Try to answer them, answer them truthfully because kids need to know the truth. Otherwise, they'll come up with all kinds of crazy things in their head of what may have happened or what's going on. And if you're, if you're pretty truthful with them and, and listen to what they have to say, that'll really help them in the long run. And I don't know that there's anyone that I'm aware of who, you know, hasn't experienced at least, uh, you know, the loss of a loved one or a pet where, where there hasn't been some grief involved. Invariably, uh, there's always someone, and it could be another family member or a friend or an acquaintance, who will say things like, well, don't you think you've grieved on this thing long enough? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know that there's any hard and fast rule, but how long should grief last? That is probably the number one question we are asked is, is you know, how, how long am I going to feel this way? Or how I should be over it by now, don't you think? You know, um, I, I, I would say there's honestly no timeline for, for how long someone should be grieving. It's, everything depends on you know, how you want to deal with your grief and how you want to work through some things. And if you want to take the time to kind of heal from your loss a little bit, um, you got to take the time to do that. And sometimes that takes longer than, than we think it should. We want everything to be, you know, kind of done and over with and quick and be healed quickly, but it takes a lot of, a lot of work and a lot of, a lot of time so you can start to heal. So if there, if there's no real deadline, if there's no real rule of thumb to use in terms of how long grief should last, then, then how would someone know if they need to sp- seek any sort of special help for the grief that they're feeling? I, really anyone who is grieving can ask for any kind of help at any time, but there are some things you know that make grief a little bit more difficult. Um, things that you notice yourself, if you notice yourself isolating yourself from other people a lot or um, crying all the time or losing sleep or sleeping too much, um, being angry or any thoughts of suicide or self-harm of any kind in that way, if that is crossing anyone's mind, please, please go and seek some help either from your doctor or some friends or some family members that you know you can trust to, to help you find the right, the right place for you. 
My guest on the podcast today is Emily Leitner. Emily is a hospice social worker for Crawford County Home Health Hospice and Public Health here in Denison. And we're talking about grief recovery. And I only have one question left, Emily, and really it's for people who live in Denison or in Crawford County. What sorts of resources are available to them for grief recovery? Uh, so myself and a couple other gals, um, Coletta Wida and Megan Brown, um, we are trained um, in this in grief recovery. Um, so we hold a few programs um, a couple times a year. They're an eight-week program. It's with the Grief Recovery Institute, and um, we usually hold them at the Methodist Church here in Denison. Um, we just finished up with one at the middle of May. And we usually do another round in September. Um, it's it's an eight yeah eight week program, and it's usually in the evenings from oh five thirty to seven seven thirty or eight, depending on how long it takes on Tuesdays usually. Um, so that's and that's available to anybody who needs some kind of help with grief. So any of the things that I just just explained about death and divorce and health and anything like that. Um, I can give you our phone number as well. The best, probably the best way to reach us um, is our my office here in with uh, Crawford County Home Health Hospice and Public Health, and that phone number is two six three 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 zero three. And you can just ask for me, Emily. Well, Emily, thank you very much for your time today. Interesting uh, program and and a very interesting topic, and I would encourage anyone. Uh, who's experiencing grief, who thinks that they might need a little bit more assistance to contact Emily. And again, the number at uh, Home Health Hospice and Public Health is 263-3303. I'm Don Lintzman, Executive Director of Marketing and Development at Crawford County Memorial Hospital. We care for life.